0: Well, there you go with I Am In Jail. This is going to let you know you have made another terrible life choice. You have tuned into the Hollywood Brutally Funny Reviews with the Vanicucci Brothers, and there's nothing we can do to stop this machine because you have voluntarily decided to listen to this filth. I am Philip Vanicucci, and as always, I have my brother Trey Vanicucci right here with me. Welcome, everyone, to Brutally Funny. All right. What a heck of a week we had. Yeah, Yeah. got some new t-shirts ordered. We're giving those out faster than we can keep them in stock. It'd help if we had a bigger budget than $25. Yeah. That roughly makes two of the t-shirts, but... You know, we like giving them away because your emails are so important they, to us.
1: They really do encourage us.
0: They they, they, they they really instigate us. Yeah,
1: they feed into our ego that needs to be fed.
0: So if you're looking for a Vanacucci Flying V t-shirt, hw at gmail.com. Send us your show ideas. Let us know how much you love the show, how much you're in love with my brother's voice. Let us know how much you hate it if you're... Email is read on the air. You are guaranteed a Flying VT shirt. Trey, this one email today. Normally, we like to do a few, but we're Normally. doing one because Darren R. gave us a hell of an idea.
1: Yeah, he, he really did. So there go for N- it. He said, Dear Vernicucci Brothers, I love the comedy. My wife and I love the show. Can you do a Where Are They Now episode? And he gave us like eight movies to pick from. So Yeah, this was big. We We, we picked two. Of the the best ones that we thought were the best ones. So,
0: uh, Darren, thank you very much. This really had us thinking because, as we did in past episodes, you'll find out the Vanacucci's love to expose the backstories. Oh, yeah. And we like the Where Are They Now? So, two of your eight, because if we did all eight, Darren, the show would be four and a half hours and no one listened. You shouldn't listen anyway.
1: Yeah. But no one's going to listen for that long. So,
0: let's start with the first. Of the eight, Trey, the first movie that we're going to pick is Major League, which Major I actually League. thought was a great idea.
1: It was a great idea because they had a lot of good characters in that show.
0: They really did. And there was lots of memorable moments. Yes. The show still is played on Encore and Epics to this day. Yeah. Lots of funny lines. You got Harry Doyle, who was the guy who did the Miller Lite commercials. It still goes to this day. It was really a launching point for Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Who had done a few movies, but this was his first time into like a major comedy major. He was kind of carrying the film. And then everyone knows, you know, shortly after the major league movies, uh, he had a fetish with porn stars. And, you know, I mean, do we have to talk about what happened to him? No. 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 Okay, (laughs) I got a sound effects machine. I'm going to use it. Sum it up. (laughs) All right, Trey, let's get into major league. We're going to start with, I think we're going to start with Jake Taylor. Oh, you want to start with Jake? Well, you know, I got to start with Jake because he was the, the elder the star. Yeah. yeah, kind of the backbone there. He was keeping the team together. He was explaining to the younger guys how important it is to be in the majors. And yeah. He kind of was burned out at
1: this point. So give it to me. What, what, let's start with Jake. Well, they, as you know, as everyone knows, they played two seasons, made it to the American League Championship the first or – or. To the playoffs in the first season, uh, sure. first movie made it to the American League Championship in the second movie. Well, after that, Jake was pretty much done uh, with with oh yeah his major were already. Well, shot. yeah, he wasn't playing anymore. He went into coaching, and he coached for the Indians for a couple more years. But then they finally they finally released him. And Jake, as of now, right at this moment, is the head coach. Of the Nueva Laredo salamanders <laughs> in the Mexican leagues. He has just coached them <laughs> to their second Mexican League World or Championship. He's actually doing quite well in Mexico with the tequila.
0: So Jake really is in a tragedy. He had, no, he had a good career. He did have a good career. And and then actually, if you watch the films, they were
1: leading to that whole Mexican league. They were leading they were making you think they were going to win World Series, which we all know Cleveland's not going to win a World Series. <laughs> uh, so we couldn't buy into that, but we can buy into Jake playing for the Nuevo Laredo Salamanders.
0: I'm, I you know what? That's where my money is. Let's get to another big character. We opened up with him, and we're just gonna have to crack this egg sooner or later. Ricky Vaughn oh, was played by Charlie sad Sheen. Story. He was the the wild thing. He was the wild he was, thing. He was really what they were hanging
1: the movie on. Well, what happened to him? Yeah, well, as you know, he had a 96 mile an hour fastball, which is which is serviceable in the major leagues hey, back at the time back though, in that the time was a yeah, back, yeah back in yeah. the time it was now it's like it's before an every, the
0: players got steroids and they're like hey yeah. we could lance armstrong
1: this we'll be on the roids I mean, and no one will know it 96 now is like a like like just bottom of the level if you're gotcha. not throwing 96 and above now you're you're not in the majors <laughs> but he was throwing a 96 mile an hour fastball but he played two seasons with the cleveland indians and only those two seasons because in spring training of the third season he threw his arm out oh he see compl- I and that it. was before tommy john surgery could fix everything and he he was done
0: so he threw his arm out yeah he's no longer the wild thing they- he
1: was still the wild thing because he tried to play off of that for a while don't 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 think he didn't sell t-shirts at the cleveland municipal mall because he did he would he had his little booth set up but in the corner personally yeah was he selling. was there he was there he would autograph them for you Wow, absolutely Ooh. yeah but then he got it he got the call mm-hmm. every entertainer is looking for the call to Dancing with the Stars. This is what happened to him. Yeah, this was season two. Season two of Dancing with the Stars. He was on. He had a great partner. Okay, but he was the wild thing, and he couldn't fucking dance at all. They couldn't even teach him to dance. They couldn't even teach him the tango. <laughs> this is how bad it was. The first day, on the first day, it was they. They showed up. They said, "Hey, um, we're going to teach you how to dance. We're going to start with the box step." He went in a fucking triangle. <laughs> That's how bad it was.
0: The instructor was so angry with her. I know she was literally tearing her hair out. Yeah, she did. And, and on one little episode, they were like, I've got to teach him the fucking chicken dance. This yeah. guy
1: can't do a goddamn <laughs> he, thing. He couldn't get to chicken dance down either. He'd mess up the clap. It was, it, but, but. How long was it before he was booted off He the was, vo- <laughs> because he was popular in Cleveland, Cleveland loved him. He stayed on for two episodes. He was the second one voted off. Second
0: one voted off.
1: Then, after that, went downhill. Well, that's where the the
0: wild thing t-shirt started not selling and the shit thing t-shirt started selling.
1: But that wasn't sold by him. That was sold by a... A third party. Yeah. Yeah. But the
0: shit thing was actually quite popular. And instead of the Zs in the back of his head, it said S. Uh S S-T. It was a shit thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then he got into the... Of course, he got into cocaine he married oh, a, well, that's, a, that's a given he, he married a porn star ended uh-huh. up with the hiv and now nobody talks to him because he's an asshole
0: <laughs> well there you go ricky vaughn now we're gonna sleep uh, slip into the next character there who was in both films major league one and two roger doran roger Doran, base in the first movie
1: what you got with roger
0: and well see roger was he was into himself
1: he was. And, he, and in the money.
0: He he loved bagging on the rookies until at the end of the second season, one of the rookies, who never got any playtime at all, took him out into the park and said, hey, Doran, come out here. I want to show you my new Mercedes. I, I need some some financial advice and beat the shit out of him. He did. With a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And it was Rodgers sandwich yeah and just when when roger thought the beating was going to stop it didn't the guy just kept going mm-hmm. boom boom strike after strike after strike and everyone was like oh my gosh look doran's getting his ass whipped and
1: nobody helped because nobody around was... him in
0: a circle and filmed it yeah and that's when the big youtube beating rages started yeah was this epic beating that doran took
1: well after that um he was suffering suffering from slight brain damage because of the beating he took yes he got suckered into amway
0: and oh, lost all of his money there you go multi-level marketing i'll yep. do it to you every time amway
1: he was he was he was the top salesman for amway for a while until until he started peeing on himself in public <laughs> because he couldn't control it anymore because you know the beating he took he, he would just be trying to sell his stuff and then and just oh i wet myself and then people would hang out with him just because like I said,
0: hey look i know this guy is boring as fuck. yeah stand around him for three or four minutes get your camera phone ready he's going to wet himself.
1: Well, what they would do is they would take bets on because uh, it depended on how long you were with him and what he was talking about on how long it would take him to pee himself. So what they would they would put money down <laughs> on one minute, two minutes. How long? How far does he get into the story till he gets that pee face? And he's all, and oh, uh, stand around him,
0: and they're just waiting for him. And they're like, here it comes, here it comes. Oh, there it goes, and boom, six, seven, eight cameras come out, and yeah. he just wet himself. Yeah. And it's and like, what tell was, us about
1: Amway. And what was funny is he, he was so proud, he <laughs> wouldn't wear the Depends, so he would piss through all of his khakis. And he would always wear khakis so you could see the piss <laughs> just running down his leg. <laughs> it would go from that light khaki color to that deep brown. Yeah. You
0: know? So, uh, Dorian's career, uh, that was pretty much it right there. His his hot wife had left him. Oh, yeah. That oh. was
1: pretty much the end of it for, for Dorian. Now, I'm going to let you go... With Serrano, because you know, you know the deep, dark details of what happened to this poor bastard.
0: If you remember the movie, which, again, you need to go and watch the film, it'll make this episode much more funny. Yeah, Joe
1: Boo needs a refill, but man.
0: Exactly. Bartender, Joe Boo needs a refill. Serrano would, he was in a voodoo. and He's he saying Jesus Christ couldn't hit a curveball? <laughs> Serrano worshipped this voodoo god named Joe Boo, which if you go to Google, it's, that's It's real. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everyone knew he was from Haiti. And Haiti, there, you know, they're into the voodoo. The voodoo and the, it's totally okay. There's yeah. voodoo shops there. But Serrano had his great career, and he was not like Michael Jordan. He wanted to walk out on top. He did. All right. He had a great run in part two. He came out. Um, you know, he had started to find Jesus, but he went back to voodoo.
1: Yeah, he did in the end. In a dark way. Seriously dark. Mm-hmm.
0: By the time he had retired and decided to buy his plantation that he wanted so badly in Haiti, he got back to Haiti, and they're like, Jobu, uh, you're still into voodoo? He's like, yes, Jobu into voodoo. But he was extreme. Serrano. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. Yes, yeah, Serrano. Serrano, you're still into, you know. T- <laughs> Sorry, Joe Boo, Serrano. No, I was getting to that. He yeah. was confusing if
1: he was actually Joe he Boo. He thought he was Joe Boo. That's right. He did. He would He grew it. the hair that stuck out like the troll doll like Joe Boo. <laughs> he would keep the joint uh, planted. He, always. He You couldn't see Serrano after he retired without a joint in his mouth just like Joe Boo. And I kind of blew my punchline because this is what pissed <laughs> you off. kind of blew yourself is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I man, if you
0: can do it, you know, it, it makes things a lot cheaper for you. Uh, but it pissed off the haiti people the haitians so much they're like you know you're not joe boo joe boo is this great god that we all love and he's yeah. like fuck you i am joe
1: boo i am Jobu.
0: so the haitians executed him yeah. violently
1: yes they did
0: in the streets he was for...
1: drawn and quartered like mel gibson from braveheart
0: exactly and it was nasty it was the worst thing ever. They, they actually aired There's it funny on about live that. television. Yeah, it it's bad. like, hey, the execution of Serrano. You know, because he made the country look great, but he started believing that he was that Joe he Boo. Was yeah. and, 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 and it's bad when you walk into any restaurant and go, fuck you, Joe Boo needs his rum. <laughs> <laughs> They're running rum to him and... Hey, I got it. Pepsi challenge. Pepsi challenge. On uh, my brother. All uh, right. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was Joe, or that was Serrano. He was violently executed. Now, Trey, we're going to swing into part two here. Well, we
1: got Willie Mays Hayes. We forgot about him. Oh, my gosh. Willie Mays Hayes. And this is a this is a fun little thing. During the first movie, Willie Mays was uh, from New York. Mm-hmm and during the 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 first run of the indians he made a lot of bets that they would win the world series with 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 the uh yeah he luke, was
0: tied into a lot of bookies yeah a lot with of the, bookies
1: with the luke casey crime family mm-hmm. and um he made a lot of bets and he lost and so when major league two started mm-hmm. and they started their second run that's why he looked different he got a face the face uh facelift to change his appearance to That's hide right. from the mob. Yeah, he was hiding. But he, he was stupid enough because he was using the same exactly. name. They were they were like, you're not going to fool us just because you changed your face. You didn't change your fucking name. He's like, no, no. No, I didn't make no best. No, I'm
0: trying to write off the coattails of the guy who looked like Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I'm, I look like the guy from the program. I don't even know his name, but he was in the program. And- <laughs> no,
1: it didn't work, and the mob had quickly figured out. Yeah. So what happened was when they got to the World Series in the second one, okay um, Willie Mays had to throw the game, and he was he was oh. he had to he, they, they had the game was the, whoever they were playing was tie game, he was on third he had to, they wanted him, they made him steal home and get right. out, mm-hmm. and that was the end of the game, and the other team won, and he, he threw he threw the World Series, and now wow. he's been blacklisted from black baseball
0: and if you can find him today. The mob knows that he still runs fast. Yeah. Now he's not running 90 feet anymore. Now he is running from street corner to street corner, delivering drugs. Yeah. To dealers. Yeah.
1: And because it's a New Jack City, man.
0: No one could catch him. That's right. I am my brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. And that's the way. It, that's the way it is. There was a lawsuit there with uh, Wesley Snipes because uh, he was claiming he was Wesley Snipes' brother for a while. Snipes and he wasn't. came in and sued him and said, "You know what? I'm going to go do Blade." So, yeah, uh, that Which, is what happened. Which they're rebooting, Mays. by the yes. way. Yes, isn't that exciting? I just love it when they take a movie that was fine the first time and redo. All right,
1: it. now we move into. To, oh, we got Tanaka. That's why I was going to Part Two a moment yeah, ago, Tanaka, but I forgot about Willie Mays. This Japanese man.
0: All right, this is a character that was developed for Part Two, but Tanaka, he's got quite a story.
1: Well, that was because the Japanese invasion of Major Leagues was happening. Uh, of the real Major Leagues was happening during this time and the, so we had to have a japanese character there you Come go here. someone's got to watch it from overseas. tanaka he was in a lot of trouble back home that's why he came to the mm. he was he was like he was like the japanese version of babe ruth over there and he got into a lot of trouble and he he um forced himself onto a lot of girls that were connected to the yakuza ah and the yakuza was looking for his ass so he went to america so he had not only upset
0: the mob over there. Yeah. I know he had greatly upset the people when he renounced noodle bowls. Yes. He's like, just because we're Asian does not mean we need to eat noodle bowls all day. Yeah. Give me some fried chicken. You know, so. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so Tanaka was in a shit ton of trouble yeah. by the time he got over here. And uh, then there was Rube. The catcher in part two. Yeah. He's the one who took Jake Taylor's place. Yeah. And he had this mental block where he couldn't throw to second. He couldn't. Which, what got him to the majors to begin with, in reality, folks, you can't throw to second.
1: You're not a catcher.
0: You're you're pretty much staying in high school ball.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But, oh, no, they found this amazing way
1: to get him to throw. He started reciting the Victoria's Secret catalog.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I don't know about you. but But if I'm
0: coach... Lou Brown, and I'm out there trying to coach somebody and they need to recite, you know, penthouse letters or yeah. the... Oh, yeah, he started doing
1: penthouse exactly. letters, too.
0: Um, I want his mind focused on the fucking game. Yeah,
1: because the catcher is kind of important.
0: Yeah, A little bit.
1: Kind of you know. controls the flow of the game. And they're defending
0: home, you yeah. know, and if this guy's going to sit there with whack fantasies... <laughs> <laughs> I want that guy off the fucking team. So, Rube... You you are perfectly named.
1: All right, you're a roo, and that brings us to poor old Lou Brown, the head oh, coach.
0: Gosh, this is he Lou uh, tried so hard. He, he did. had a heart he attack did. issue. He
1: did. What what ended up happening with Lou is he ended up with the Alzheimer's, unfortunately. Yeah. And he in his nur- nursing home he would he would continue to try to coach his his fellow his fellow inmates at the nursing home. Right, but it was everyone in the rec room, right? Yeah, he was trying to coach them into in, into the. Uh, um, nursing Home World Series that he, he had in his head, and he kept calling everybody Dorn. Yeah, that's right. He would he would be sitting there in his thing, and there would be an old Grandpa Joe sitting in his wheelchair just kind of drooling on himself, and, and, and Lou would huck baseballs at him and just fucking... Right in his
0: schnoz. Yeah. And right after he'd do it, he'd say his famous line that he actually made quite a bit of money on. He'd, he'd throw the ball and hit the guy in the face, and he'd go, give him the heat. Yeah. You know, now you re- might remember the "Give Him the Heat" campaign. I do from from Ben Gay ads yeah, back in the give late nineties. Yeah, you know, and it's like whenever my arms are sore, and then he'd rub the gel in, and he'd go, "Give him the heat," Yeah. which is what he used to say to, to Vaughn to yeah. get Vaughn to, to, to pitch faster.
1: Yeah, because that's all it takes to pitch faster is to say "Give him the heat," and that's all, that's right. All of a sudden, you can throw hundred miles and an hour. To
0: this day, you can <laughs> go to the Cleveland Indian Stadium. And see the statue out front. Of Lou Brown. Of Lou Brown. And it just says underneath, Lou Brown, we love you, give him the heat.
1: Yeah. But it was a very bad statue of Lou. He's standing straight up, and underneath it it says, give him the heat, but his hand is riding on his crotch. Yes, on his crotch. And it's like, give him the heat. He's got this weird look chiseled on his face. It's kind of weird, kind of creepy.
0: the artist that made the statue also... Trey and I believe that maybe there was a balloon animal in Lou's <laughs> pants yeah. because there's this line that goes about three inches short of his kneecap. Yeah. So either Lou Brown was incredibly endowed, and they never really addressed that, or I'm sure they did. The Vaughn, uh, the the artist was a
1: maniac. The, yeah. It was one of the. Well, two. he's making marble statues for the Cleveland Indians. What the fuck? <laughs> what
0: are you gonna do next? Yeah. So, that is going to wrap up the major league kind of. In a... Nutshell. Nutshell. Yeah. There you are. So there's your major league, the major players, the backstory, what happened to them. We have to move into our second topic because we have as much to say about the second movie as
1: we do the first. Yeah, the, the second movie is going to take us a minute because it was one, It was a actually a childhood favorite of mine and yours. And mine as
0: well. I mean, we were blown away the first time we saw... Oh, it saw was so
1: great. Goonies. Yes. Steven Spielberg.
0: You have so much talent amongst the younger cast. Yeah, uh, Corey Feldman. You got Sean Austin, who who is well.
1: You say talent, and then you say Corey Feldman, and that fucks it all. I up.
0: I really wish you know what we're probably gonna edit that because I <laughs> yeah, no, I exactly. I mean he wasn't. But the rest to of them drive. were
1: really good. He no, wasn't, there was, yeah, was you not know. licensed to Drive. We can't forget uh, Sean that.
0: Sean Austin was in that film where they walked for three straight episodes. Yeah. And then he was in Stranger Things. was a huge role in Stranger Things Season 2. Uh, you know, you've got Josh Broland. Yeah. and uh, But we're going to address what happened to the characters in To the in characters, the not the not, actors. Not the actors. The actors have got their own lives. So here we are. Uh, Mikey because of Darren R we're doing the Goonies. Mikey, yeah. let's
1: start with Mikey. Yeah, he was Mikey. the young guy on the inhaler. Yeah, he was the, he was the, the main star. He right. was the main he was the main instigator for the we got to save the Goondocks. Mhm.
0: He was so concerned that they wouldn't save this community that they lived in.
1: Yeah, called the Goondocks. The Goondocks. Backwards and ass that's country, fucked reason. Goonies
0: came, and the Goon It wasn't so great. I mean these homes. I mean, it's it's they Seattle. needed to be torn down. Yeah, I will did. be the first to say. You know, tear them down, restart. But the dad was the curator of the local museum yeah. that had like uh, you know uh, Bonnie and Clyde's vibrator on display. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, so <laughs> there you are. Yeah. So he wanted to save the Goondocks. Ducks. Uh, what happened is after the adventure, they had you know saved he had a pocket full of one eyed willies jewels of the jewels he took those jewels by the time
1: no
0: he pen was... no pen <laughs> <laughs> by the time he was 18 yeah. he had actually hidden one of the jewels
1: yeah and he
0: what he bought with? the goondocks he did and here is the ironic thing of the whole deal he
1: ploughed those motherfuckers over. he leveled
0: over. the goddamn he leveled he did yeah it was mikey Construction leveled the fucking goondocks, bulldozed it, and started this huge real estate to where now you can see the ocean with luxury
1: condos. Luxury condos. He made millions. Yeah, it has luxury condos, the Mikey Family Mall. It's it's got everything. He named it the Mikey. Yeah, he named it the Mikey Family Mall, and people are where you going? We're going to the Mikey.
0: So (laughs) now he's got millions of dollars, millions of billions. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to walk for the rest of my career.
1: Yeah. I'm going to walk. I've made millions, so this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to go on a long walk with all my friends.
0: That's it. That's it. You know, and, and, and if I need help with anyone, I'll just create a ghost army.
1: No, if we need help from anybody, <laughs> that he didn't need a ghost army. What he needed was big flying eagles that just show up out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: Trees that act like parachutes.
1: So his brother was Brand Because the eagles couldn't help him get to where they were going. Oh, no. No, fuck mm, them. Oh, we're no, going to no. take them halfway, couldn't drop them off. just use that
0: giant eagle to no. take them right yeah, to Yeah, that's the, what I'm saying. Yeah, you exactly. can't have the
1: eagles fly them over the thing so they can just, woo drop it over, hey. If you
0: figured no. it out by now, we're kind of bagging on the Lord of the Rings, which we refuse to do a show on.
1: Yeah, Lord of the Cock Rings, we will not touch. So Mikey's brother was Brand, and that's the character done by Josh Brolin. No, it's
0: Brand. They they keep calling him Brand. And his thing was he worked out constantly. He did. He was like the guy, uh, William Zemeca, from uh, Just One of the Guys. The key is to work out every possible second. Yeah. So, you know, Brand it's worked just out. Just one of the guys. Every- really? Yeah. <laughs> you can't admit she was absolutely hot yes she was okay so he Uh, would work out every second of the day but he wasn't getting as big as he wanted he wasn't getting the
1: pump he wanted
0: what what happened to him he uh
1: he started taking the roids man he got on the roids then he got on the hgh and he he would he would take them more than prescribed he would take them oh no a lot
0: yeah three times a day what he needed he would roid out finally the doctors he was using is like look You're getting big and you look really good, but, you know,
1: this is... Causing he, serious health effects. He got to the point where he got grotesquely big, <laughs> and he was like, like three hundred pounds of nothing but muscle. Yeah, and he, it, on a on a five foot ten frame, and that is not good. So oh, what, no. Yeah, he looked so like what, a tick. Yeah. So yeah. what happened was eventually he was lifting weights one day. He had he just got his pump on. He was gotten. It, he got he got it. He got it. He ejected. <laughs> he was getting it. He was getting it. And he was getting it. And he was doing a a seven hundred pound bench press. His testicle exploded and he bled out.
0: Boom! I mean, you could even the neighbors to this day, two three houses down,
1: thought it was like a like a car backfire or a gunshot.
0: Right? One lady, uh, Marge down the street, said it sounded like a garbage truck
1: being dropped off the Empire State (laughs) Building. Boom! Testicle goes, and that was it. Because his his balls, he had unfortunately what they didn't he 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 ended up with elephantitis because of the. uh, Yes. Kind of like Johnny, from Johnny Dangerously, that big oversized scrotum. Exactly. I mean, they were the size of melons. And when it went, it fucking went. It, it took out like half his body. Everywhere. Yeah, it was bad.
0: And unfortunately, Brand was killed instantly. Yeah. Uh, he bled out. They said in seconds. They did tell the family, please know he, he wasn't in any pain. No. None that we're going to tell you about. No, because he suffered badly. I mean,
1: think about it. His nut blew. Exactly. You can't be going down the highway and have a nut blow. That would fucking (laughs) suck. So we move
0: off the brother to the obvious one. A lot of our listeners out there is going to ask us, why didn't you
1: start with Chunk? Oh, because Chunk's got an in-depth story.
0: Yeah, all right. I know you've got
1: it all written out and you've you've done the research on Chunk. Yeah, I've done the research on Chunk. I've looked it up. What happened was Chunk, he fought with his weight his entire life. and he it had, was rough. It he was had ballooned battle. to fucking seven, I can't get out of the house fat like the guy from Seven, like I said. <laughs> um, he, he couldn't, he didn't go out, he didn't shop, fucking. Um, he it was a recluse. He was a recluse. Yeah. He, 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 he couldn't even go get up to go to the bathroom. He sat in his feces like daily. Days, yeah. So, what happened everyone was. Everyone
0: from hostess would quit. Yeah, everybody. Like, uh-huh. Well, they'd
1: walk in the house and they'd smell it just <laughs> immediately. It would swaft into their face. And they would go, what the fuck? And he'd be like, oh, I'm almost done. <laughs> uh. And because he was, he, he never, he was, he constantly was had the runs. I mean, it was, I mean, it was bad.
0: Well, that's what happens when yeah. you start your day off. You're calling Uber Deliver's. And saying, I need seven triple with cheeses. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, Chunk. And he's like, oh, uh, my voice disguise didn't work. So, like, no, Chunk, you're the only one that orders seven triple with cheeses. And
1: we know where you fucking live.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, Anyway, but Chunk eventually, happily got on the uh, Blimpies diet. Kinda of like Jared with the Subway diet, but the Blimpy's diet was big in the uh, north Pacific Northwest where they're from.
0: See, when when Blimpy saw the success of Jared with Subway, they had to do something. They went and looked for somebody.
1: And they found the fattest guy they could find. And, and Chunk they was found the, Chunk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Chunk started eating nothing but Blimpy's and once they got into a point where he could actually move off of his uh, sofa job of the hut type sofa where it was just him sitting up there oomba doomba and he was up there in his little throne thing watching watching desperate housewives yeah Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Once they got him off of that, he was able to start working out. He worked out with Brand for a little while until Brand's test came blue. Yeah, exactly. Blew. Yeah, uh, and he got in, he got into great shape, and he was he was all over the Goondocks at Mikey's <laughs> family mall. Just Blimpies, everybody was all Blimpies, Blimpies, and he made millions. But millions, yeah, he did well. But Chunk had a dark side. Okay. Well, I see. I well, know that like you've Jared, done all the investigation well, on this. Chunk, um, this is what this is the difference between him and Jared. Jared ended up being a pedophile and the people found the pedophile. That's not funny. We're not going to make a joke of that. Chunk's biggest no, thing no. was dog porn. Oh, he, he liked, liked to watching watch the he dogs. watched he liked watching dogs do it. He he didn't care where hey, I mean he'd look for videos of it. People would post them online just and for chunks. Go
0: to go to YouTube and yeah. watch dogs, doggy style.
1: I mean, he had days and days of material. He would draw it on papers and dogs and sexual <laughs> positions. I mean, he got really off on it. Um his favorite was when the poodle would get mounted by the German Shepherd. Oh yeah. Yeah, he loved poodles. Oh no, yeah, he liked what he used to call way too big for that dog. Yeah. Yeah, he loved that. He liked watching Germans beat up on the French.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Folks, that's not a Nazi joke. Get over yourselves. German shepherds, French poodles, all right? So don't fucking send us your emails. (laughs) That was fucked up, Trey. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> did the blimpy diet ever end up working for it him? It did
1: work. He he lost. He lost. He got down to like 150 pounds. Okay, <laughs> but then people started saying, "Man, you're getting way too skinny," and. Exactly, you, you, you're starting to creep people out. Yes, yeah, could you put a little more weight on? And he found, and he ended up back on his Jabba throne, fat as a, fat again. He didn't go to prison because of doggy porn, because doggy porn is not against the law, yeah. unfortunately. But um, he ended up getting fat again on his job throne, and right. and that's where they found him. And that was it with was uh, the with the little flea thing licking his balls. <laughs> We're
0: only <laughs> Germans we're only going to touch for a moment on the
1: uh, on the two women. Uh, Andy, hey. that was the blonde. They were they were they actually had a good story that panned out for them. Some exactly. in some, some respects. I'm thinking of vagina falling out is bad, but she had nine kids. What are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. And that was Andy. She had nine kids.
0: Uh, finally she had gone to her OBGYN. This is a field that my brother yeah. and I know about and he, he had warned her. One more, Your man. Your vagina will fall out. She's like, "Okay. All right, you're a little comedy special. Are you doing a one night stand comedy show? Yeah. Well, she tried and her vagina, vagina did, out. in fact, fall out. Uh, Stephanie, that was she the red haired su- guy. was
1: a, su- like a success Hugely story. Hugely
0: successful.
1: Yeah. She would left the goon, goondocks. Yeah, and she got into uh, Mary Kay. Mary Kay. And she went door-to-door selling... Ma- she was one of the ones that got the pink Cadillac.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. She had it and said, you know, uh, Steph Kay on the back. Very proud of her work. And to this day...
1: Still working. She's still with Mary Kay. Still ugly as fuck, but she's still working.
0: Oh, no, no, no. It does look like, you know, someone hit her in the head with a pan. But, but oh. still, she she's doing the motivational speech. She encourages Not only did they hit women. her with
1: a pan, it was a pan that was hot so you got that crease in there yeah that
0: stick that's like yeah. oh my god someone threw a pizza at her head yeah she yeah. Got,
1: yeah graded chris Crank uh, style
0: two characters left that take a very serious dive we need to talk about data
1: data mm.
0: data really really got into trouble after he the did goonies
1: he did really well, got once he got to a certain age his father introduced him to business associates
0: and Data didn't know
1: that his father's business was in the mob. Yeah, he was in the mob. I know we've touched on this, but Data was, his his job was to invent James Bond style equipment right. for the mob. Just things that the mob could use, like James
0: Bond would use, but for illegal things. Yeah. You know, they wanted a phone scrambler to where if they were talking on the phone, they, they held could, it up to the phone and it would scramble the voices. And
1: and, and ping off different towers and exactly, shit like that. Exactly, to where and, if they were making a call in
0: Shanghai, it would look like they were calling from Mexico City. Uh, they also wanted little things like, you know, like a wallet... To where, if you opened it up, it would do a flashbang and it would blind yeah. everybody, and, and only you knew it was coming, so you could get out and yeah. escape.
1: And so, the big thing they wanted was um, the Uber Weed, but <laughs> he couldn't ne- he couldn't get it the rights to that.
0: <laughs> exactly. So Data was hired by the mob to create these gadgets, but the problem was, if you remember, even from the movie, none, none of, of his, Data's
1: uh-uh. things really worked well. Not not if they did work, they worked for like three seconds. Exactly. Kind of like me and my wife now. <laughs> <and> it, sh-
0: <laughs> it should be it should be noted that before Data got into such trouble with the mob, he was doing well financially yeah. because he was the inventor of a creation. If you're into this kind of thing, you should know what it is. Then many women, m-
1: many women in the world, love this man because he was the inventor of the rabbit vibrator.
0: Yeah. If you've never seen the Rabbit Vibrator, it is cutting edge. It's cutting edge technology. vibrator stuff. Oh yeah! All right, it basically looks like if you were to take a banana and go down about halfway and split the side of it to knock a piece
1: out. Yeah, and then have it manipulate the uh, clitoris, and we're not getting what you, the second half would do, but yeah. but it would
0: it would it would stimulate another area. Well, Data made millions by creating the Rabbit. Yeah, Data, and also your favorite. My favorite data was also the creator of the butt plug, <laughs> foxtail, which did nothing. But but it was a beautiful your foxtail, and it had the butt plug in it, to so where you could walk around in in a you know in 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 in, in your gross parties that you yeah. throw with your swinger friends with a foxtail, but it was actually a butt plug.
1: Well, initially he had invented the foxtail butt plug for Chunk because Chunk <laughs> continued to shit constantly so they that's why he initially did so there would be a moment of relief for chunk where he didn't have shit pouring out exactly of his ass. and he could just go pull that plug yeah and then he was ready to go and
0: you know so data you know he would do those late night commercials and he's like ah my name is data i am the inventor of the rabbit and i am the inventor of the butt plug foxtail you know, and, and people like, oh, yay, data, you know, and everyone wanted him to release, you know, more stuff. But by then, he had already gotten so dramatically caught up with the Chinese mafia.
1: Yeah. It was really too late for it him. It was really too late. And so,
0: long story short, this is a very sad story about data, but unfortunately, folks, they are still finding pieces of data yeah. all over the Okinawa,
1: f- Shanghai, the first piece they ever found, of and they knew it was him because they did DNA on it. Was was a was a part of his butthole with a butt plug pushed into it. It was uh, they fox found
0: foxtail butt. pieces yeah. and in his butt they found like him. oh my gosh you know this is data this is that incredible inventor yeah.
1: of the and then fox there's sloth. Butt plug. sloth is our final one sloth is the final one gang. And Sloth is the one that uh, was adopted by the Goondocks people. And you've got to remember him. He was Rocky
0: Road? B.B. Roost?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was the one that had been abused by his family. His entire life. His entire life. He was apparently dropped as a baby. He had a fucking Stewie-shaped head. Uh, <laughs> and he mm-hmm. he looked...
0: He, now and he looked weird. Chunk and his family were good enough after the Goonies story was over, they adopted him. Yeah, Chunk's because, family adopted you know, he him. He had the mind of a three-year-old.
1: Yeah, even though he was 35, <laughs> he had the mind of a three-year-old.
0: So they adopted him, and they're like, but, hey, you know, come live with me. And Chunk, Chunk says it at the end of the yeah, movie. You're
1: gonna come live with me now and sleep in my room. And and his parents were like, No, nah, we're not letting a 35 retard sleep with you. <laughs> Uh, I shouldn't have said that. I, I'm i sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, that was, hey, hey, we're in the '80s here. That's what they said. That's right.
0: That's uh, right. So, so the problem with Chunk was he didn't understand that it wasn't normal to beat your family members. Mm. So right away, I mean, it was the first week. Yeah, Chunk, Chunk would, would be playing with Sloth, and he'd be like, "Let's play hand in the face, boom!" And he'd knock Chunk right the fuck out. Yeah.
1: And Chunk's dad would come home, and chunk would be laid out across the floor. and he'd be, what happened? We played we played hand in the face. And he's like, "What is hand in the face? <laughs> kind of like hand in the dick. And he
0: hit him right in the dick. <laughs> Pow! And he hit Chunk's dad in the dick. Chunk's dad would go down like a lead safe. Yeah. You know, and and Chunk didn't understand. It wasn't normal to have your ass beat every freaking day. And then when Chunk's dad came to, he's like, where's mom? Well, Chunk would would chain her to a chair.
1: Yeah, because he thought being chained to the chair was what you did. What you did. You chain them and make them watch Family Feud. They're like sloth this is wrong richard dawson family food exactly yeah and they're
0: like in, in, in the show you're making your watch this is fucked up yeah you know and this is back when dawson would go and he'd be like i molest hey, everyone uh, on the show this is your dad here's your mom she's 46 hey here's the 16 year old daughter he would ram his tongue he into the girl's mouth every time
1: you know and the parents would be all oh
0: look at him kissing
1: our daughter look look
0: now unlike some of our stories chunk has kind of a success towards the end. He he did learn that it was wrong to a beat sloth, people. You mean. A sloth, my apologies. He did learn it was wrong to beat people. And to this day, he is the press secretary for Joe Biden. There you go. He helps write the speeches. You know, he helps Joe with his day-to-day things. And, and he is working in the U.S. government as Joe makes his run for 2020.
1: Makes total sense to me.
0: So, I mean, you know, good stuff is happening to Sloth. Now, sloth is the only you bad needed thing. You just need to
1: learn. The bad thing about Sloth is, and Joe's going to figure this out eventually, that he likes to walk around with a baby Ruth stuck up his ass. Yeah, uh, there's some things that you just can't break from people no because and that was one of them slot that's why the baby roofs were so important to him yeah because he's like oh soft and nutty you know that's and- where it comes from soft and nutty comes out of your ass <laughs> so he would stick it out. He, he thought it was the reverse thing exactly he, you know he, he you know we would when we go to the potty he would see he goes, oh look, it's 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 a baby Ruth in the toilet. Look, baby Ruth, and, Ruth, and he would come back and he he find baby Ruth. He goes, well, that how is this in wrapper? And he he couldn't put it understand why it was in the wrapper. So he tried to put it back where it came from, right? Which was from his ass. So he kept would stuff him up there. And it's part of the problem that he was he having was mentally disturbed rectally is yeah. because
0: when he ate the baby Ruths, he never took them out of the wrapper. And it's like you know sloth. Here's half your problem. Take the goddamn food out of the wrapper. Yeah. You know, he had a hot pocket. He'd eat the wrapper, everything. Mm. You know, he didn't care if it was hot, Hot cold. He didn't care. (laughs) So, Major League 1 and, to a lesser extent, Part 2, goonies darren we hope you have enjoyed your episode because we're at right at 40 minutes there you go a bit longer for the vanacucci brothers today 20 people but when we laugh we know you are laughing so we hope you enjoyed this episode do want to let you know vanacucci brothers brutally funny hw at gmail.com if you've gone to a movie and you've invested your hard-earned money on something you were looking forward to and you walked out of that theater disappointed? Hollywood made it! Vanacucci Brothers, we'll see you on the next episode.